Hello and welcome to St Tom's Online. Please find this morning's recording of Morning Prayer. Good morning and welcome to uh, this Tuesday morning. Um, I'm Julie Waterman. I'm here leading Morning Prayer for us uh, from St Thomas's Church in Fair, Fair Oak. So I'll just give you a few minutes to uh, to join us. Um, hopefully uh, we'll be able to get through without uh, too many um, disturbances. We've actually got um, some workmen in um, replacing our boiler this morning. So <laughs> if you hear some banging and knocking, um, that's what's going on. So uh, please bear with me. Um, morning Deirdre, good to see you and Caroline as well. Good morning Caroline. Good morning lovely husband who's sat in the other room. And uh, let's just gather ourselves together in a moment of quiet. Morning Jules, glad to have you with us this morning. So I'm just going to um, start with a prayer. Um, well, it's an invocation of the Holy Spirit before we move into our morning prayer office. And I am using Northumbria Communities um, daily morning prayer office. So if you're able to um, find it um, on their website, then you should be able to follow through with me. If you have the ebook, even better, um, because you can follow it through with me there. So good morning, Pauline and Julie. Lovely to have you with us. And Kate, it's school holidays. Kate's able to be with us this morning. That's brilliant. Lovely to see you, Kate. So let's just have a moment of stillness. Most powerful Holy Spirit, come down upon us and subdue us. From heaven where the ordinary is made glorious and glory seems but ordinary, bathe us with the brilliance of your light like dew. And I can see that uh, Don and Irene are with us as well this morning. Good morning, Don and Irene. So in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. And let's say these opening sentences together. One thing I have asked of the Lord, and this is what I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. We now have the call and response. Who is it that you seek? We seek the Lord our God. Do you seek him with all your heart? Amen. Lord, have mercy. Do you seek him with all your soul? Amen. Lord, have mercy. Do you seek him with all your mind? Amen. Lord, have mercy. Do you seek him with all your strength? Amen. Christ, have mercy. And we now have our declaration of faith. So if you're able to say these words with me, that would be grand. But if not, if you haven't got them in front of you, then just a resounding Amen at the end. So, to whom shall we go? 
you have the words of eternal life and we have believed and have come to know that you are the Holy One of God. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ, King of endless glory. Um, I can just see a message there from Don. So Don, I take it Irene is in Winchester Hospital. Um, so Father God, um, we pray right now for Irene. And Father, would you be with her as she is in hospital in Winchester? Father, would you restore her back to full health? Father, we pray for healing of the, her kidneys. Would you renew them, revitalise them? Would you bring them back to full working order? We claim this healing in Jesus' name. Amen. And so moving on to our scripture readings today. If you're using the e-book, you need to follow um, the readings for IATA. Um, so we're now in April and it's the 6th today. So our first scripture reading is from Psalm 22 verses 1 to 2. And interestingly, it's headed up as a plea for deliverance from suffering and hostility. So Psalm 22 verses 1 to 2. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from helping me from the words of my groaning? Oh my God, I cry by day, but you do not answer, and by night, but find no rest. Interesting, isn't it, that the very first words of that psalm, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? were the words that Jesus cried on the cross as he lost his life. At that point, fully human, separated from God and taking upon himself all our sins. At that moment, he was separated from his father. Our second um, reading is taken from Lamentations chapter 1 verses 1 to 4 and it's called the deserted city. How lonely sits the city that was once full of people. How like a widow she has become. She that was great among the nations. She that was a princess amongst the provinces has become a vassal. She weeps bitterly in the night with tears on her cheeks. Among all her lovers, she has no one to comfort her. All her friends have dealt treacherously with her. They have become her enemies. Judah has gone into exile with suffering and hard servitude. She lives now among the nations and finds no resting place. Her pursuers have all overtaken her in the midst of her distress. The roads to Zion mourn, for no one comes to the festivals, 
All her gates are desolate, her priests groan, her young girls grieve, and her lot is bitter. I actually looked up uh, lament in uh, my dictionary this morning, and it's um, lament is to express sadness and feeling sorry about something. Synonym, synonyms, words that are very similar, bemoan and bewail. And you feel the anguish um, in this, uh, this piece of scripture of a place that's desolate and empty because its people have been moved out against their will. And um, yeah, it just really sums up perhaps how some of us are feeling at the moment because our world is not as it should be. I do apologise for the noise. Our world is not as it should be. Um, we are still um, separated from our loved ones, although at the weekend we were able to join in with a few small groups of our families outside. So we see the hope. The final reading is taken from 2 Thessalonians chapter six, sorry, chapter 2, verses 16 to 17. Now may our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father, who loved us and through grace gave us eternal comfort and good hope comfort your hearts and strengthen them in every good work and word so there we have it we have the lamentations we have right at the beginning in that psalm the words that jesus cried to his father on the cross as he gave his life for us but we know that he rose again and that on the third day he was alive and he spent time for the next 40 days with people explaining to them that his sacrifice on the cross has given us the hope of eternal life with Father God and all those who have gone before us um, in an eternal place where there will be no sorrow, no tears, no sadness, no illness. And so we have that to look forward to, that promise of hope. And um, indeed, as we live um, in these times, uh, we have not just God's hope for our future, but we can see that through the actions of the um, government and the scientists that we are moving forward now hopefully to a time when we will still need to be cautious but we can uh, start to uh, resume some of the things that have been denied us while we have been um, trying to stand against this virus and so um,
just uh, wanted to read something here um, from the um, Northumbria community. Expressing lament, the Old Testament stories of exile might be a resource to move us from denial and despair to possibility. Ancient Israel understood that unless loss is examined and understood, newness will not come. The ancient community of exiles learned to express sadness, rage, anger and loss honestly. The Israelites lost nearly everything when they lost Jerusalem. From Israel, the body of Christ can learn a better way to deal with grief and rage. It can learn to address those emotions to God, for it is God who is terminating our unjust, privileged and deceptive certitude. Ancient Israel broke the pattern of denial by engaging in speeches of complaints and lamentation that dared to say how overwhelming was the loss, how great the anxiety, how deep the consequent fear. For example, Lamentations expresses sadness of this experience by describing a bereft Jerusalem. She weeps bitterly in the night with tears on her cheeks. Among all her lovers, she has none to comfort her. Such cathartic, cathartic utterances are also an honest and courageous practice of prayer. They offer an opportunity for turning brutalising loss into an act of faith that may in turn issue into positive energy. These speech practices give us a way to vent our rage at loss without letting it escalate into actions that will hurt our neighbours. And then we have a meditation written by uh, the lovely Godfrey Bertel. When I look at the blood, all I see is love, love, love. When I stop at the cross, I can see the love of God. But I can't see competition. I can't see hierarchy. I can't see pride or prejudice or the abuse of authority. I can't see lust for power. I can't see manipulation. I can't see rage or anger or selfish ambition. I can't see unforgiveness, I can't see hate or envy, I can't see stupid fighting or bitterness or jealousy, I can't see empire building, I can't see self-sacrifice, self-importance, I can't see backstabbing or vanity or arrogance. I see surrender, sacrifice, salvation, humility, righteousness, faithfulness, grace, forgiveness, 
love, love, love. When I stop at the cross, I can see the love of God. And so now, as we move into our time of prayer, let us remember the sacrifice that Jesus gave us by surrendering himself on the cross that we might be reunited with our Father God in heaven and that we may live a life of hope. So I want to start our prayers this morning with a prayer of repentance. Lord, we turn to you for help. We humble our heart before you. In this time of global crisis, we acknowledge our need of you. O oh God, we do not come with clean hands and a clean heart. We have choked the earth. We have dishonoured life. We have harmed fauna and flora. We have walked past our neighbour. We have not welcomed the stranger. We have closed the door of our heart to you. Forgive us. Have mercy on us. Remove us from its grip. Restore us again as your people and give us life in Jesus' name. Amen. And so if there are any prayers that you would like to um, bring to the Lord this morning, please feel free to uh, pop them into the um, comments and we will try and pray through those. Um, if you don't wish to do that, then just hold those prayers in your heart. The Lord is with us. Father God hears us, even in the quietness of our hearts and our minds. He knows us. He knows what we are um, praying for this morning. So um, do... Um, do whatever feels right for you this morning. So Father, we continue to pray for Sadiq, that he will make wise decisions about seeing his friends. Sadiq is new to his faith. Father God, we pray that each day you will be with him, that each day there will be something that will um, strike Sadiq as something coming from you, a sign that you are with him, a sign that he will recognise, that he will question, and that it will draw him ever closer to you. Father, build him up, increase his faith, and Father, help him to make wise decisions over whom he sees. 
whom he listens to. And Father, we come against anything that's spoken to Sadiq that does, that does not speak of you. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. And so, Father, we continue to pray for all those who are suffering the effects of coronavirus. Father, we lift to you our dear sisters, Michelle and Sue, and anybody else, Martin, any of those who are recovering from coronavirus. Father, would you continue with their healing and would you bring them through to full strength? We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. And Father, we continue to pray for Noah. Father, we just praise you and thank you for the miracle that you are working in his life. The fact that he's been able to spend time with his family. So precious. Would you bless him and his brothers and sister, his mum and dad, and all those ministering to him in the hospital. And Father, we pray that what has happened with him, that the prayers that have been prayed over him will lead others to Christ. We thank you for him. And Father, we pray that you'll continue to go ahead and be with him as he continues with his treatment. And Father, we also praise you and thank you for all that you've done for Hannah, Hannah Stuckle, and for the surgery that she's now received. We thank you for the team around her and all those who've been supporting her through her difficulties. And Father, we claim that healing that she can now walk in peace, knowing that um, the dreadful affliction that she was suffering, which really destabilized her physically, mentally, and spiritually, is now at an end. And Father, we thank you that she is able to share her story so that others may come to understand the affliction that may be uh, they are living with too. So Father, we do thank you for her. And we lift her lovely sister Becky to you too this morning and ask for your continued healing. Becky suffered a terrible car accident and has had her pelvis pinned and uh, her ankle has been pinned and she's been in a great deal of pain. So Father, we just pray now that you'll continue to knit those bones together. We thank you for the team at Southampton General who um, have operated and um, have stabilised her fracture. So Father, we pray that by your Holy Spirit that you will fill her afresh with your spiritual healing, your miraculous healing. Would you restore her back to full health? 
father she looks forward to her wedding and her life with her new husband father would you bless her and bless them we thank you for danny and pippa and for all that's being done to support becky as she uh, she heals at home father would you bless them too and anybody else who is suffering through illness through difficult times whether it be physically spiritually or mentally father we pray your healing balm upon them in Jesus' name. Amen. And we remember those who are grieving for lost, those who have passed from this life. And this morning we particularly remember our dear friend Gladys, whose funeral will be on Thursday of this week. Pray for her family. We pray for her dear friend Anthony. And we pray for Rita and Brenda and all the others who were neighbours and friends of Gladys. Father, she knew where she was going. She was ready to be reunited with you, Heavenly Father. And Father, we give you thanks for her life dedicated to you. We thank you for her faith and her love for you that she shared so generously with us all. Thank you, Father, for her life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And so let's bring our prayers together as we say the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Deliver us from temptation, and uh, deliver us from evil. Bring us not, dear me, bring us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. So now as we um, finish with the canticle um, from the Northumbria Community's Morning Prayer Office. I pray this over all of us this morning. Christ as a light, illumine and guide me. Christ as a shield, overshadow me. Christ under me, Christ over me. Christ beside me, on my left and my right. This day be within and without me, lowly and meek, yet all-powerful. Be in the heart of each to whom I speak, in the mouth of each who speaks unto me. This day be within and without me, lowly and meek yet all-powerful christ as a light christ as a shield 
Christ beside me, on my left and my right. And may the peace of the Lord Christ go with you, wherever he may send you. May he guide you through the wilderness, protect you through the storm. May he bring you home rejoicing at the wonders he has shown you. May he bring you home rejoicing once again into our doors. So in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So thank you so much for joining uh, with me this morning. Um, I'm sorry if the noise has disturbed us a bit, but they're doing a great job. And um, just to remind you that morning prayer is going to be happening every morning at quarter past nine, uh, right through including Saturday. And then on Sunday, we have our 10 o'clock online service. So look forward to seeing you all then. God bless your day. Thank you and goodbye.